It's the Kia Summer Sticker Sales Event, so give your friends something to look at, like a B&B with an ocean view, an endless field of wildflowers, or a sunset that needs no filter. Make this a summer to share and save with a capable Kia SUV or powerful sedan. See your local Kia dealer or visit Kia.com to learn more. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-334-KIA for details. Always drive safely. Sale applies to purchase of specially tagged 2024 vehicles only. Quantities are limited. Must take delivery by 7824. In the Locker Room with Wolf and Starks on ESPN Pittsburgh and Steelers Nation Radio. Presented by your neighborhood Ford store. The F-150 is the official truck of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Rompe el pelotón con 22 segundos. Ahora quedan 16 para ejecutar la jugada. Bajo centro formación y sigue como corredor Najee Harris. Bajo centro Rudolph. Entregan a Najee. Najee va por izquierda. Encuentra un hueco o no. ¡Uy! ¡Dale un empujón en la tela! ¡Oh! ¡Otra panadora! <risa> ¡Otra tortilla! Y sale por la banda izquierda frente a la banca de Pinsito. Muy bien, muchacho. Más bien, muchacho. Más bien. Señor Miguel le dice a Wolden, quítate, compadre, de aquí. Ahí está, sembrado en el césped, Enciano. Como trapo sucio. Con la el brazo derecho, pero qué clase de aventón le ha dado. Oh, get out of town. We're watching and listening to the call by our Vero from our Spanish-speaking game day broadcast, right? And so you got Najee going around the corner, and he just puts the hammer with that stiff arm. That stiff arm takes its place amongst legendary stiff arms, just like Vance the Vanimal McDonald did it back, you know, a few years ago in Tampa Bay. And, Max, I got to tell you something. That is just one of the most palpitating stiff arms I've ever seen. And he tenderized him ahead of time. He gave him a preview, and then he went for the whole tortilla on that <laughs> one. Tortilla! Uh, Tortilla! So the so so in 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 full transparency. I was gonna say translate um, that for us, Max. Yeah, in translation, all I heard was dirty tortilla because I heard <laughs> sucio. It was a dirty move at the end, um, but I heard tortilla and sucio, so that means dirty tortilla. I heard tortilla, and I figured I thought it was pancake. That was my first thought too. Yeah, because yeah. it looked like a pancake. No, it did, it did, but uh, obviously that's a th it's a thin pancake made out of flour. That's true. So uh, those are so called technically. Yes. So technically, yes. Yeah, it, it was more like a crepe as a tortilla versus a pancake, but you know that's semantics in this situation. I but remember, no, uh <laughs> I remember I remember going when I was a little kid or something to to uh, IHOP, and it, it yeah. said crepes or something C R E A. I'm like, is that like craps? <laughs> You know, like uh, you, you, you got no. craps out of it. I, I thought you were going to say creeps, but Cre yeah, no. Okay, all right. Um, sure. <laughs> yeah, I, it doesn't sound delectable. That's for sure. It does not sound delicious at all. Not on a menu, especially when there's other delicious things on there. You're thinking it says craps. <laughs> exactly so. Exactly. What if so. they would have brought dice to you if you would have ordered it? Ooh. Oh, that craps. Got oh it. yeah. Here we go. Double sevens, baby. <laughs> Double seven. Come on. You yeah, know, exactly. Because you know, there, there's only a six-sided dice. Cool. I haven't been there yet. There is a restaurant up by my mom, in, up by Hoopy. Okay, so it's in uh, Rushford. It's, uh, you know, small towns, you know, farm farm villages around the area and everything. They got a restaurant where 
They serve all they serve is buckwheat pancakes and, and other breakfast stuff, I should say. But like till noon, like every day during maple syrup season, you know, when they tap the maple the syrup up there and they say it's yeah. just it's unbelievable. I mean, think I love buckwheat. I love pancakes. Pancakes are just just ridiculously good. You know, it, just straight up buckwheat, man. But you can go some other stuff, flavorful stuff. No doubt about it, but I just I love buckwheat pancakes with with the natural maple syrup on it. Yeah. Oh no. I mean, l- l- listen. Anything with a hundred percent pure maple syrup, sign me up. Okay. I mean, it could be it could be pancakes. It could be French toast. It could be cr- crepes. Crepes. Uh, or thin pancakes. If I'm Ricky Bobby. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, no, I mean, everything's better. Or even dipping bacon in the maple syrup. I mean, come on. I mean, that little, just little, little slight dunk right at the end of like a thick cut applewood smoked peppered bacon, right? Uh, would be amazing as well. No, I, I love maple syrup. I don't know if you guys can tell by now. <sighs> maple syrup just rocks. You know, if you get that good, like um, my, my, my uh, son, CJ, his, his girlfriend lives in Vermont. And every now and then when she comes down to visit, she'll like, Bring a bottle of, you know, that, that the, good st- the good stuff. The, the, good, the stuff. good stuff. The good stuff. comes in a little brown jug, but, yes, hey, but it it's does. not labeled XXX. The Pappy, yeah. the Pappy exactly. Van syrup over here. <laughs> there you yeah, go. Exactly. Exactly. It's aged from, 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 a, from, a, from a maple tree that has like 17 rings in it. You know, every, <laughs> every 10 years is a ring. So it's like, it's ultra aged. This is ring certified. Yeah. Not, I, I've always. I've always wanted to see a maple tree tapped for syrup. I mean, that that, that would be a cool thing to see. That would that, be that's cool. That's on my bucket list of things. Well, I've seen and it then, after yeah. it was tapped. You know what I mean? Where, you, yeah. you know, walking yeah. on coming along, I see the bucket and everything like that in the spigot. But I never saw yeah. anybody actually do the functional work. Of- I, would, I would love to see someone just tap it, and then I get whatever I'm watching get tapped. You know what I'm saying? Like, like right. that's my bucket. Yeah. But you got to like, here's the thing about it. It takes a lot of like, you know, they got to boil it and do all that other stuff. Once again, it doesn't matter. I just, I want to see them tap it. I want to see it drip into the bucket. I want to take said bucket, go through the process, and then hand me the finished product. That's all. Okay. Okay. I, I, I can, uh, but yeah. I would, I would just rather, okay, tap it. All right. Now let's go get the finished product. It's already there. <laughs> You know, at a, at a restaurant, and patience is a virtue, Wolf. <sighs> I know patience is a virtue. I've always struggled with that. That's always been a problem. That's why you have to go after you eat, so you're not as in a rush to dunk pancakes in. Oh, I, you see, go do that like the, at, at the restaurant that's probably like right next door that gets it straight from the place. Then you get it there, and you're like, okay, it's like it's like having a sampler. You know what I'm saying? And and then you're full, so then you can wait for that. Bring it home, and now you can relive that as like, hey, I watched this get tapped. I watched this from 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 tree to bottle. You know what I'm saying? Like right. we got from the table, tree to bottle. That's what this is, everybody. Enjoy it. I witnessed this be freshly tapped from the tree. It's like watching a chicken lay an egg, and that egg then comes and gets cracked in a, in a pan, and then you you get the scrambled eggs. Like I I watched the whole process, guys. You know, you know what else? It's just one of those things. Well, okay, then then uh, chicken and uh, and, and and syrup, right? What do they call yeah. that? Ch- or chicken and waffles? Waffles. I'm sorry. Put yeah, the the syrup waffles. on top Put of the it. Syrup. Yeah, that was. Ooh. You know what? That was unbelievable. I thought that whoever was was it, I think it was Javon Hargrave was telling me about. It. I'm yeah. like, oh, that doesn't sound good. 
No way. Oh, you and then, missed an opportunity. Well, I should have no, taken no, no. you to Roscoe's in L.A. Well, let me tell you something. Up at, the, you know, yeah. the Taj Eagle, you know, you, yes. you got Chef Mario yeah. and those guys. They made up some chicken and waffles, you know, and yeah. I couldn't believe it. I, I'm telling you, I couldn't believe it. It was so good. I was going, what have I been missing my entire life? Get Zooks, man. This is great. You grow up in the South because if you, if you went to Gladys Knights in, in Atlanta, I mean, that was – that's an OG chicken and waffle creation. Gladys and Roscoe's Knight? in L.A. Yeah, Gladys Knight. She, yeah, Without she the pips? Yeah, no pips. No, no pips, just oh, no waffles. Pips just waffles. Gladys Knight and the waffles. <laughs> I mean, we won't have to take a midnight train to Georgia to get there, though. We could take a plane. Oh, that's cool. Max, I had uh, I had Gus's famous fried chicken when we were in Atlanta back for the preseason in August. Where's that rank on the uh, on the power rankings? For for fried chicken, yes, yes, that that's a top five power ranking spot. Okay. Um, yeah, because I thought it was delicious. Places, yeah, Gus Gus's is great. I mean, I, I was a Mrs. Winters kid growing up because my grandma lived in East Point and used to drive down the hill every morning and get a chicken biscuit from Mrs. Winters, and their chicken was good as well. But no, Gus's definitely ranks up there. Um, Harold's Harold's in uh, Chicago. Chicago, yep. Def, yeah, definitely another another. What's top Harold's in well. Chicago? It's a fried chicken joint. Okay. Yeah, they got really good fried chicken. And then, of course, you can't you can't forget about uh, what, um, in Pittsburgh, Kansas, um, is the two sisters dueling ch- fried chicken Ooh. restaurants across from each other. Uh, Pittsburgh, uh, Kansas. Yeah, I, think, I want to say it's Chicken Mary's and Chicken Annie's or something like that. Like, they go back and forth for a fried chicken war. The two sisters that had the same recipe, but they wanted they had oh, a different no. preparation style nice. between the two that they got from their mother or their grandmother. And so and it's so like they, it's like Pat's uh, and Gino's with the cheesesteaks oh, in Philly, like right it, across the street from yes, each other. Exactly. Is it really? I mean, exactly, is it really like? Yes. Is it heated or is it just like it's all family? I mean, it's all family. I mean, trust me. It's like, hey, oh, okay, it okay. goes to my kids instead of you know my my nieces and nephews, right? <laughs> I mean, you know, that's really the only difference. It's still in the family, and you're still purchasing from the family. So, but uh, but it's it's a friendly rivalry. It's a place that I, I it's still on my destination of places to go because I got I, you, you got to do it. You got to. Do that, and then you walk across the street, and then you say, "What came first, the chicken or the egg?" No, um, no. Uh, so it's, it's a good th- point. Th- just let me. Uh, let- you know, <laughs> that's, that's, a, that's a quandary right there. About that's a quandary in the morning when I wake up. Uh, you got to have some <laughs> yeah. other. You got to have another. You need something else to bring you to Pittsburgh, Kansas, so that you can justify going there, right? I mean, yeah, I'd have to. But was it? Uh, who, who's there? Is, is uh, like how far away is like Pittsburgh Lawrence, State Kansas? Or yeah, okay. Yeah, I mean Pittsburgh State is there. Um, you know, if I ever get like a D two game, I guess, <laughs> or some type of FCS playoff, maybe maybe they host a home go. playoff you know, game. Or the, something. the choice of that, like you said, like I was saying, was a quandary. It was like Quandre Diggs, who was at the end of Jalen Warren's stiff arm for fourteen <laughs> yards. Tortilla! Ah, yeah, there you go. Tortilla! Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I wonder how you say yeah. butt kicking in in Spanish, Espanol. Max might actually know. You know that, that is it. well. I mean, I know what "butt" is, but it's the more crass version, it's oh. the three-letter version. Of oh yeah, no, we don't. Um, the so I can't version. say that on air. Yes. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, you know what? You know what? Hey, why wait any longer? Let's go to Google Translate and let's figure out what that is. Okay, there's a Google uh, Translate. Hold hey Google, can you translate "butt kicking" to Spanish? All right. Okay. Uh, patear traseros. Okay, we got something uh, there. Uh, yeah, yeah. Patear traseros <laughs> means okay. butt kicking. All right, very good. In Spanish. There well, we go. That's See, important. Got, 
you gotta love the little listen. You gotta love some of these Google tools. They're 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 so good. I didn't know that there was something that could translate like that. Yeah, and you and the funny thing is, it's right in your pocket, Wolf. It can do all that for you. Well, technically, it's on the table here in front of me because it's well, just wherever it is, it's right. near I'm, your person. You know, for the sake of journalistic integrity, you know, I thought yeah, I just... you have a device which can translate. Okay. Well, so you have no excuses not to not to know, and it even has a little voice button. You can hit it, and it'll say it for you, so you can hear it and try and say it. Oh, oh, that, I'm gonna have to try that. Okay, well, let me just move on because before we yeah. get any deeper into this, <laughs> T.J. Watt yeah. has been named the team MVP for the fourth time in the last five years. What say you, Max, about T.J. Watt, superstar? Um. That's good. I need to see it at the NFL Honors because he should be the defensive player of the year for the entire league, not just the Steelers, Wolf. This right. guy's phenomenal. Yes, but you know what? What do you? What would you hold dear? The vote of your teammates or the vote of, you know, people on the outside for defensive player of the year? I understand defensive player of the year is bigger just because of it's the, encompasses the entire league. The, but the prestige it's, of it all. Yeah. yeah, but you know what? TJ, he, he's... He seems to be, you know, one of his guys. You know, I mean, he's he's one of the, the Steeler groupings, and that this his Steeler teammates mean more to him, I, you know, than a lot of the other stuff. Just well, my personal well, no, observation. Yeah, no, 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 and absolutely. But I, I think, like, you know, when I say that, meaning the rest of the league should be able to notice how great he is. It shouldn't just oh, yeah. be us. Oh, yeah. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So right. I say no, it from that you. perspective. Like, no, no, I think anytime you get honored by your teammates – and they pick you for, for such a uh, prestigious award. No, you cherish that. You honor that, right? And it shows that you showed up, you did the work, and when healthy, you are a problem for 31 other teams. You you are the boogeyman for 31 other teams. But at the same time, I don't want this to be another waste of year because, like you, like you said, he should have had another defensive player of the year outside of the one he got two years ago. Um, and I'm tired of people overlooking his accomplishments because they just expect it. Whereas, no, take a second, look at what he has accomplished. This guy is second all time in the first hundred games for sacks made. Like, and he broke that record this year. Honor that man properly. You took you took a sack from him and didn't allow him to be the all, you know, the single season leader of sacks in the season because of your clerical error or however you didn't want him to have it. Whatever that is, you just tied it, but he should have beaten and surpassed that. So I'm just tired of the league overlooking TJ or trying to find an asterisk to put next to his name, he deserves to be the outright best player in the NFL. No question about it. I agree totally with that. Defensively, yes. Yes, yeah. no doubt about it. I mean, you think So that was it. a little bit of a soapbox, a little bit of a soapbox. But it's okay. Yeah, no. It soapbox is, is available. Awesome honor. But yes, the, yes. He was also the 2019, 2020, 2021 uh, MVP. And this is the 55th season. Think about that. 55 seasons the Steelers have named an MVP. I, I was yeah. never one. How about you, Max? Uh, I, I, I've only known them. I've only <laughs> yeah. known them. I've only known them. <laughs> exactly. I haven't even seen the award, Wolf. That, that's how far away from that award I've okay. been. I, I don't even know I what the award looks you. like. I don't even know what it looks <laughs> like either. Yeah, that's a great point. I, I, just, I, just, I just know it's given. That, that's about it. I, you know, Luckily, I passed by and I saw the Joe Green Rookie of the Year Award. Oh, so yeah. I actually know what that trophy looks like. I've only seen it once. And I was, <laughs> I was, I was, I was there for nine years. So. <laughs> there you go. Well, yeah. both Watt and A.B. have won four times. Wow. I mean, that, that's significant. 
four times MVP yeah. winners, two big names. And when you think of the names that are also you know around you on that roster that would be in contention for that, no, it's it's a, it's a very prestigious honor, and that's something like you said you carry for life. I mean, as a Steeler with it within our organization, you know, to say you went to one of the storied franchises and then you got you won that award, um, you know. At four years and now and counting because TJ's not retiring anytime soon. So four years and counting already at this point in your career, I think is pretty special. It is, you know. And it, here's the thing that really kind of uh, grabbed my attention: the last five years have been defensive guys. Five Minka was last year. Five years in a row, defensive guys. But before that, it was an eight-year run by offensive guys. I thought that yeah. was kind of interesting. Yeah, I mean, listen, it goes and runs, right? I mean, you know. Whichever size, you, you you know, you're more veteran side, right? There's a transition for the offense. Um, and so, you know, defensively, I mean, I mean, th- I'm sure if we looked at it historically for the 55 years, I'm sure that defense would probably dominate that. And I wish we had Bob Labriola on here to actually do the research for us. But we have Wesley Euler that can also look that up. Well, well, are you doubting my, <laughs> you know, my, my not, veracity? No, yeah, Wolf is nothing not if not doubting. fact-based here. Not, yes, I mean, of course. I mean, fact-based, but, you know, it's one it's one thing to pull up an encyclopedia. It's another thing to pull up, you know, the Google Translate. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Just because you got a Google Translate. And I have a Brit- yeah. Scientific American Britannica, whatever, encyclopedia. Oh, yeah, Encyclopedia Britannica, man. There hey, we l- go. Listen, by the way, whatever happened to Encyclopedia Book Salesman? Do you know? You know, I, mean, I think it, that's, it was, it that's was such a. Pro- it's, it's like gone. that in the Tupperware. They're the Tupperware selling crypto people. now. Yeah, that, yeah that they are. Be. They are. They're I mean, yeah, that went away. Bell bottoms and eight track <laughs> tapes. You know. Yeah, and it, but it had a run. It had a run. It did. But the problem is, you always lost one volume. You know, at least at least like four months in, and then it's like you just happen to have to need like that one specific volume. You can never find it. And then you have to go to a friend's house and borrow it, and then together you had a complete set. Well, think about this. Over the last 13 years, eight guys have been offensive uh, MVPs and five defensive. We're winning, Max. We're winning. Well, we're winning right now, but I'm saying over the entire life of it, like the 55 The 55, years. we'd have to find out. But Yeah, that's, that, oh, that, yeah, that's what fact, I was talking but, about. That's what I was oh, talking about. <laughs> okay, well, I got confused. Yeah, well, Which no, not yeah, hard. yeah, because obviously that eight to five, yes, you know, is is that. But I'm saying over the 55 years, I wonder if it's more defensive or offensive players that won the team MVP. Okay, I was saying that I would say defense over the entire life of it, but in this current run, yes, we're still on top. Indeed. But as long as TJ's on the team, we might, we might, we might, we might lose it. It might go eight straight. <laughs> well, stay tuned for more years. scintillating <laughs> research as Wesley yeah. starts perusing the internet. Here in search of trying to validate whatever Max is pointing out here now, and I'm we're, we're going to break. Okay, we got to go to break because we got to figure yeah, out go to break. what we're doing. Go to this is my Tony Reale moment here, right? Yeah, here we go. Check yeah, the facts and tell everybody where they got it correct. And all right, we'll uh, have have the news for you on the. All other right, side. we'll be back after this in the locker room. is In the Locker Room with Wolf and Starks on ESPN Pittsburgh and Steelers Nation Radio. Presented by your neighborhood Ford store. 
The F-150 is the official truck of the Pittsburgh Steelers. All right, uh, Wolf, uh, obviously we, we hit some, some hard-hitting, uh, deep-dive journalistic uh, research that yes, we, we wanted did. to ad- address. Um, you know, we want to turn it over to the investigative desk uh, arm or desk or arm of the uh, Inside the Locker Room show with uh, Wesley Euler, who has some calculations and tabulations that he must bring to our attention. Yeah, so this is the part where you know I wish we had some music that we could be. I thought we had. I thought we had that. Music box, man. Yeah, he is. There you go. You know what? We'll probably get pinched by the. Who is it? FCC. FCC. Yeah, yeah. Because it's it's so real. I can't even tell the difference. I mean, yeah. I just need a little bit deeper deeper bass drums. You know, yeah. I watched the mission. Horns, yeah. I watched Mission Impossible on the way out to Seattle. That stunt when Tom Cruise drives the bike off the cliff and goes oh, hang yeah. gliding. Come on, yeah. he really did that. That's pretty oh, amazing. He's a wild boy with his stunts. Isn't oh, he? That, yeah, exactly. I, there's no way. There's I mean, just no way. I'm, that you, yeah, no. he's he's got to be made out of like metal and plastic at this point um, for all the stunts <laughs> that he's done over his career. You know, he's just like walking like bolts and plates and <laughs> bubble gum. You would have to tape me to that bike <laughs> and send me shooting. No, because it sinks faster if you're taped to the bike. <laughs> That's the only way I, I'd be on that bike. There's no way. I, I, just I, I could just it. see, Wolf, Wolf, I feel like for your 70th, you need to get like one of those little flying squirrel suits. Could you just see Wolf waddling down like a penguin? <laughs> right to, to the straight sheer cliff of 5,000 feet. <laughs> and then just turn around and go, nope, ain't happening. Nope, I'm good. Take it back. Return this <laughs> like, suit. No, take it back. Take it back. No, 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 no. It's not even free-flowing. You start <laughs> flapping, and then all of a sudden you catch a gust of wind, and you're... <laughs> Squirrel, you know, what I mean, to be like a squirrel. He was yeah, he would be a flying squirrel. Yeah, exactly. Uh, he's like, we're in it now. Kapow, <laughs> right to the gro- cliff go- face. Uh, uh, yeah, a, go- a GoPro right attached to your face as you're going through the emotions and the winds in your face. Oh God, that was just a great visual. Anywho, all right, Wesley, what do you got for the research? Let's get back on task here. Research. MVP, offensive defense. Yes, I actually found this quite fascinating, gentlemen. Close contest that was actually a stalemate until yesterday. The defense has now, uh, it's 1969 was the first year the Steelers started handing out uh, the team MVP award. Roy Jefferson, a wide receiver, the first ever to win it before Mean Joe Green did in 1970. It was a deadlock 28 times for the offense, 28 times for the defense coming into this year. Get out. T.J. Watt puts the defense over the top with 29. Now get this. couple little interesting nuggets that I found here. Uh, okay. Special teams also won an award when uh, the well, legendary, the iconic. No, Gary Anderson in 1983 was your team MVP, Craig Wolfley. There was a right? tie in oh, 2005. I remember that. That's right. I do Because some of you might be doing the math in your head right now and saying, well, wait a second, Wes. There's, there's one more number than there has been years. That's because there was a tie in 2005, Casey and Hines. Big Hamp, oh. Big Snack, and Psycho Ward split it in uh, in 2005. So one split 2005, one special teams 1983. Gary Anderson, 
The defense, though, 29 times. The offense, 28 times. Here's what you guys have going for you on the offensive Wait, side, though. Okay, does that include Gary Anderson and the no, 28? He's on his own. Yeah. he's on his own special teams. Okay. Yep, okay. He's, special teams has one in the history so of the Pittsburgh So it's 28, Steelers. 29, and one. And one, yes. correct. No, okay. 28, yeah, 28, 29, and one. Yes. Yep. Okay. But here's you guys might be one down in the all-time record, but you've got the longest streak. Offense's longest streak is eight straight years. The offense won okay. this award, uh, starting with Antonio Brown in 2011, Heath Miller, A.B., Lev Bell, A.B., Lev Bell, A.B., Juju. Eight-year stretch for the offense there. Uh, that's the longest streak by far. Defense's longest streak is five straight years, which they're on right now. T.J., 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 Minka, T.J. Okay. Wow. That's just Whoa. powerful stuff. I did all that research yeah. in about four minutes. How about that? I mean, listen, that, that, that's why I sent it to him, Wolf. I mean, would you have come up with all that? See, exactly. Please. That's why we. That's you know, why we sent it to him. You know what I did while Wes was doing all that? I got a bag of chips and more coffee. Yeah. No, no actually, yeah, no. See? I haven't. Not yet. I haven't gotten the second. The second first cup here. He was so enamored with the chip selection <laughs> Max, that, that Wolf, took three and a half minutes. <laughs> Wolf comes in the studio and I'm in the zone. Do you know? I got my spreadsheet here and I'm doing tallies for each year and everything. And Wolf goes, yeah. "Hey, you want some chips?" And I go, "I go, not now, Wolf. I'm in the zone. I'm doing numbers over here. I'm doing math, baby." And he goes, "Oh, okay, okay." And then about thirty seconds later, Max, you're playing that video in the background during break. Wolf goes, yeah. "Wolf goes, what's Max listening to back there?" I go, "Wolf, not now. I'm trying to do math, man." <laughs> I'm that annoying kid, you know? Yeah, exactly. Hey, 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 hey at least you weren't hey. eating the chips over him. <laughs> like it's like crumbs falling on the keyboard as, he, as he's trying to type and stare at the screen. It's like, it's like you're sitting there going, hey, 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 mister. Hey, hey, Wes, can, 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 I, can I get something? Exactly. I want to talk to you. I want to, you know. Exactly. Uh, Why is cheese dust uh, floating in front of me? <laughs> <laughs> well, think about that. What a run, though, for the Steelers, huh? MVP. That's pretty cool. It's pretty good. No, 28, 29. Cool. Also, one, one last yeah. part of my research before Max yells at me. I also, in my research, discovered I forgot the opening salvo. So, oh, there, we go. there it is. There we go. There we go. Yeah, exactly. Okay. See, I, and, and I'm not even going to talk about the fact that we did not play the hump day camel yet. Um, we'll, we'll, we'll save that for yeah. last. Ah, jeez. Boom, I still got you, Wes. Son of a <laughs> gotcha. Son of a gun. <laughs> Like I'm gonna blame. It, I'm gonna blame it on all these holidays and all these different things yeah. and everything. Blame it on you your know? research. Mash gave me a research assignment mid-show. Yeah, Darn well, it. But you, you know, know what? <laughs> I also got the power to do this, baby. Uh oh! Guess what day it is? <laughs> guess what day it is? It is. Huh? Anybody? Julie. Hey, guess what day it is? Oh, come on! I know you can hear me. Mike, 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 Mike. What day is it, Mike? <laughs> Leslie. Guess what today is? It's hump day. Yes. <laughs> you do have that. Love it. Love it. I, mean, I love it just, that commercial. It just gets you going. It no, does. It's, it's the best. It's the best campaign ever. The I other one that I love, of course, again. is Matthew McConaughey. You know what I mean? But well, since yeah. you can't he follow it up. With... Actor Matthew McConaughey. Yeah. All right. All right. All right. Gentlemen. Start your that's what kickoff feels doesn't like the, right there. Doesn't hit the same without Bruce Springsteen yeah, rolling you in, but it's still good. Born to run. Yeah. They're just, you know, we, we, I mean, what, we you got want it. any other greatest hits here now that well, we, we got need, the soundboard well, out, huh? I mean, it's been, been a while since job. It's been a while since we've done you this, you know? Oh, Johnny? yeah. I'm Johnny. <laughs> and yeah, we're, 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 just, we're just emptying out the entire sound base. And, and where's our man, Max Starks? 
Yeah. Max Starks, Florida Gators. <laughs> he was all over that, man. <laughs> what else you want? Oh, I my mean, God. I mean, you want stripes? That's the fact, Jack. That's no. the fact, Jack. You want Master Yoda? Do. Or do not. Wesley's out there of there. No Get the buttons away from him, Wolf. <laughs> he, he's having too much fun. He, he is. has this he, frenzied he is. look in his eyes. Right, kind of like. Now go away or I shall taunt you a second time. <laughs> He's he's got this that psycho killer look on his in his face. You know what I mean? He's like buttons. Give me more buttons. Like give me more buttons. The same look like when Wolf sees the buffet on oh, game yeah, day. Baby. Exactly. Yeah, boom. It's like, do you know there's carved meat out there? Yes, Wolf. There's always carved meat out there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hit me again. Exactly. That's what I say. But but you know what's funny? I I, I actually because um, where was I at? Oh oh, I was at, I was at the Fiesta Bowl right on Mon on uh, Monday. And so we get there, and, and I, I've now turned into Wolf. Like, there was a little breakfast bar there because our game was at 11 a.m. <laughs> and we're going down to the field, and, and, and you know, the team's waiting for me. It's, it's uh, my play-by-play -play guy, Mike Cousins, and then Stormy uh, Bonatani is, uh, is our sideline reporter. Like, hey, we're going to go walk the field. All right, cool. Now, mind you, this is Fiesta Bowl, so I'm on the committee, so it's like a bunch of us, right. uh, you know, a bunch of people that I know. I went to the buffet one last time, grabbed a coffee cup, and I put a couple slabs of bacon in there, and they're like, what are you doing? I said, walking bacon, of course. <laughs> <laughs> Who Silly needs rabbit? a complete taco <laughs> yeah. when you got bacon? Who needs a complete? Yeah, exactly. And walking bacon's the best bacon, you know? Oh. You can walk and chew. You know, I can check out players working out and stuff. Like, oh, okay, just getting a you know, number assignment. Now, that's why I laminate my boards when I do, when I do games because I'm like, I don't want grease on, on my board. <laughs> As Tunch uh, said, my, mine are composed of bar napkins. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, nothing, nothing wrong with that, you know, because it's like, hey, oh, yeah, I remember this. Look at this barbecue stain here. That was, uh, that was a tri-tip, yeah, tri-tip in Kansas exactly. City. Yep. <laughs> yep. There you go. <laughs> Oh, man. But no, you know, one thing I do want to get to before we get to the break, um, I found this interesting. And, and I, I thought this was a pretty cool kind of support from a former teammate, uh, Vince Williams uh, on X. Kind of, you know, he, he, wrote, he wrote some comments. And, of course, you know, you have, you have to always caution yourself when you're reading former teammate comments right. uh, of any sports. But I thought this one was, was a really nice one. Um, you know, it says, obviously, Vince Williams' uh, X handle. Because no longer you're not allowed to say Twitter because it's like faux pas. I'm sure Elon Musk is is upset and Twitter and, and somebody former Twitter employee gets their wings every time we say Twitter instead of X. <laughs> um, but uh, Mason is one of the few offensive veterans who who were drafted by the Steelers. One has to wonder how many times he has heard the standard is the standard and next man up. And having heard these phrases countless times, how many examples of this has he seen? Hell, he himself. Uh, Mason's success stems from his experience within the Steelers organization and the confidence that comes from knowing he has nothing to lose. This marks his second time stepping in to replace a starter due to injury, making it reasonable to assume that he's prepared for this moment. Also, the way he's playing is aesthetically pleasing to Steelers fans. Pittsburgh residents want to see a gutsy gunslinging from their quarterback, throwing 50-50 balls and giving their playmakers the chance to make plays. Um, I thought that was a, that was a beautiful commentary to, to just show, you know, Everybody's what? Oh my God! What Mason? He's been preparing for this since he's been drafted in 2018, right? Absolutely. And to have this opportunity at this point in his career, after coming back to the team, accepting a third quarterback role, um, and and not complaining, and you know having a moment, and this is that moment for him. 
And, you know, for people to all be excited for him, I think that's why when you see the teammates um, rallying around him and having these type of moments where you see them rallying around, because they know he, he's one of the few older guys, so to speak, on this team. And that he's seen the transition and he's been a part of that and has not complained. He's just put his helmet on, gone to work, helped where he can to be a great teammate. And now that's kind of paying off those relationships over the years to where we're seeing this success in the, in the last two starts from him. Um, it's not to disparage him because somebody even asked him, so you think you think this makes makes make, makes a move for a quarterback this draft? And, you know, Vince said, no, Kenny's the future. This is going to make him better. And I think that is a true statement as well. Um, you know, what, what say you about that? I, I feel, I feel that it's like, this is just support of a teammate and it happens to be riding the hot hand. You know, I, I talk about this all the time, right? You never leave a heater like in Vegas, like if you're at the blackjack table, this is the same type of thing. You just, you, you can't give away the heater, but we still have the future in Kenny Pickett. I mean, I, that's one thing I want them to want people to make clear. This isn't disparaging Kenny. This is something where you can learn from these type of opportunities and being in this position. And he's also healing from injury at the same time. Hello. The, other, the guy yes. had his ankle cut up, cut open yeah. and he had a wire mesh wrapped in there. Um, I remember when Mark, remember Marquise Pouncey when he got injured at the, uh, right. before the end of the season and he wasn't even healthy by the time the Super Bowl came around and couldn't right. play in the Super Bowl. Right. Uh, his rookie year because of the same surgery. So for people to expect him to be ready in two to three weeks, that's just a very facetious thing when you're talking about a physical operation that opened up a body part, an area of the body, and then put something in there and then sealed it back up. Like it takes time for the body to heal and accept whatever that new foreign object is in the body. As the saying goes, minor surgery is surgery they perform on somebody else. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> That's exactly what it is. The fact of the or matter somebody is... under the age of 18. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Yeah, we're not even going there. All right, but the, no, I was, I, it was just a joke. It was a joke. Levity. Levity. I, I understand. I understand. <laughs> yes. Okay. So, so where were we going with that? <laughs> we were just talking about support for Mason oh, um, yes. and, and a different viewpoint as opposed to people trying to make this something where they're trying to either vilify or pit Mason to Kenny in this whole situation about, you know, Kenny not wanting to be a backup or whatever, refusing to dress and blah, blah, blah. First of all, check the source and then also understand that this guy's still healing. He's not physically fit to play. That's why he's not playing. Right. And it was he was not approved by the doctors. You heard you heard the words from himself. I'm just telling you from personal experience, right? Right. And that's what we're trying to say. This is not a story. And I'm tired of people trying to make it a story or trying to trying to create division in a locker room because there's none there. There is and none. And I'm tired of outside media you know, trying to make this something. Appreciate where the Steelers are right now at this moment and what they've done over the last two weeks and the fact that you've gotten to do it with a guy that's homegrown inside of your organization that you drafted yourself as opposed to bringing in a free agent. Embrace that. Embrace that aspect of it versus the other narratives that can be written about a player. And that, that's, just, that's just frustrating when they're trying to make a negative out, out of a positive. Exactly so. You know, and the fact of the matter is, right now is Mason. Mason is Mr. Right Now. Kenny's the future. There's no question in my mind about that. You know, the, the fact of the matter is Mason right now, I, I remember when, uh, you know, when he stepped in for Ben and there was a lot of angst and hollering and everything else about Mason's performance versus Ben. And, you know, there's always that, you know, do you realize you're getting compared to a Hall of Famer? Okay. The, yeah. Ben's going to be a Hall of Famer. 
Okay, so pretty much anybody you throw up against them is going to look pale by comparison, right? So the fact of the matter is you got right now you got Mason coming in and doing a great job, an unbelievable job, right? But the fact is he's the summation of all his experiences in his six, what, six, seven years uh, in the league. The fact of the matter is that's what it takes to, to improve a quarterback. You know, some people expect like uh, Kenny's going to come in and just roll through. For No, I mean, you know, even Bradshaw had up and down times with Joe Gillum. Joe Gilliam being uh, a starter part-time coming in until he became Bradshaw. And it'll be the same way with Kenny. But right now, Mason is the guy that you go to because, it's like you said, if you got a hot hand, you ride that hot hand. And, um, Wes, I need you to play the uh, the stripe sounder again. That's the fact, Jack! That's the fact, Jack! There you go. That's to what Wolf said. And we're going to break, and we'll be back with more Inside the Locker Room here on Fox Sports Pittsburgh and SNR Radio. This is In the Locker Room with Wolf and Starks on ESPN Pittsburgh and Steelers Nation Radio. Presented by your neighborhood Ford store. The F-150 is the official truck of the Pittsburgh Steelers. How about this? Mason Rudolph quotes Black Sabbath. What's up with that? Now, I don't get that. All right? Generals gathered in their masses. Well, that's the opening lyric from the 70 Black Sabbath hit, War Pigs. Okay, so what was that? Was that that actually what he was saying? Yeah, that's exactly what. Generals gathered in their masses. (laughs) You know, now... Mason went, let's see, he, I guess he quoted um, that that line in something he did on, uh, what it was, on, on, on the X or something? On the X or something? Yeah, right there. I <laughs> on mean, Twitters? Whatever you call the thing, whatever it is. It said uh, that they did, uh, he had quoted that. I wonder what masses, or generals gathered in their masses. I don't get it. What's the correlation to... Um, Let's see. I don't know. I'm lost. Maybe, maybe he just thought it was a cool rallying line. You I know? don't know. I guess. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I mean. I didn't know Mason I, I, was I, like a ba- Black Sabbath fan. Or maybe he's not a Black Sabbath wrong. fan. Yeah. He just come up with a lyric. I mean, l- l- listen, you're, 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 about, you're about to go, you know, to war on on um, on Saturday. So okay. I, you know, I, I, I don't oh, blame that. Oh, maybe that's where it's coming from. Yeah, you're about you're you're about to go take it in. I mean, you you got to go bring it um, to get to get yourself up and ready for this. You know, I don't know if or maybe he was thinking about Jean Girard from Talladega Nights. Whoa! You know what I'm saying? It might have been something like that. I, I, I you know, how does how does t- yeah. Ricky Bobby and Talladega Nights have so many quotable quotes for just about any situation because. in life? It is such a tremendous movie. It, it, it's it, it, you know it's art imitating life. Max, you know what and you know what Wolf so said when he saw Mason post the Black Sabbath lyrics. What do you say? I don't know what it means, but I love it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I do love Fig Newtons. It's from, it's from Talladega Nights. Oh, oh, when he's Talladega going Nights. anarchy, anarchy. I don't know what yeah. it means, but I love it. Yeah. <laughs> See, I, what, what are we gonna say? You know, what I mean, there's about. Seems like there's a quote for every situation in life. 
Like that. Hey, hey Wes, was that Walker or Texas Ranger? I think that was. I think that was Texas Ranger. I slaved over this meal for hours. Yeah, exactly. I'm be all over you like a spider monkey. <laughs> oh, oh my, my goodness! Yeah, no, that that is just such. I mean, listen. There's a lot of great Will Ferrell movies and, and quote lines, but that one, that one has just it has some gems in there. Cool. That is, it has some gems in that there. Is, that is yeah. a little too crazy, too little ridiculous. Absolutely. Well, yeah. we've got just a minute left. So the the point being is, if you had a what would what would your line be if you had to caption something? I'm trying to think of a song. Oh, oh. oh if I had. Uh, oh, easy. Hello, Cool J. Mama said, "Knock you out." <laughs> That's pretty Boom. good. How about you, Wes? Done. What do you got? Uh, my first thought was like some some Led Zeppelin Zeppelin lyric, like maybe from When the Levee Breaks. When the Levee Breaks, you'll have no place to stay. Oh, oh I get uh, nothing. You know, Mason tagged his location as McDonald's too on his post. Did you see Didn't that? Really? You know no. why? Why? Always open. That's right. Hey, and I'm loving it. Or that's what it was. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> Dang it. I messed it up. Son of a gun. Woo! Oh, there we go. Well, <laughs> a guy who won't mess it up is Jim Wexel. He's coming up next in the power in the power hour. That would be for the second hour coming up. Max is going to lead it off. Stay tuned. We've got more captions, quotes, and all things, I don't know, crazy, going on right here in the locker room after this. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details.